To all the English girls with fat asses. To all the Croatian honeys, give me a call. This one goes out to all them moms hosting bowling parties for kids. Lakewood High School cheerleaders. To all the chumti cholitas and rimas. Yo, this one's for all the ladies working at that big super collider. To the auburn hair girl with commercials. To the Filipino chick at Chick-fil-A. She just looked good to me. This one goes out to all them old bitches walking the balls. To all the stewardesses flying around the world. It's always disgusting. Why did bars always have shit pickled? You know? I love pickled Give eggs. Me, oh, God. Because it, it, oh, la- it lasts God, that's longer. That's so disgusting. But you know yeah. that big jug of eggs? I love that. There was a, there was a bar called the Annex uh, oh. in Long Beach where like they'd have the <laughs> oldest, most stank-looking laboratory-ass eggs, and then they, they put that shit on little pretzels, mm. and then they put the peppers on it, and oh, it goes so good with a, with a cold oh, beer and the pickle and a little bit of salt on that. How can you eat that, dude? Yeah. Oh, by the way, that's, that's when you're no longer young. The moment you see a pickled oh, egg yeah. and go, mm. <laughs> there, there's no like hot 22-year-old girl twerking in the bar that's right. like, let me get that egg right there. Yeah. It also means that you're not sleeping with anybody because you're going to have some disgusting gas. It's an know? old man's game. Oh, yeah. You know what? It's not for the young. Uh, no. <laughs> What's sad, too, is uh, I'm embarrassed to get anchovies. I do like seafood. <laughs> oh, but that's like low. That's like that's, that's the like, old man. It's like you're an old bum, you know. <laughs> it's like you're an old bum if you buy anchovies or sardines, right? Yeah. Like if I just buy them at Trader Joe's and shit, and then the cute chicks at the counter, I'm like, oh shit, fuck that. I don't want to see me buying this shit, you know? Yeah, that little tin can that you roll. Yeah, that's up. what it is. It, yeah. It's still in the tin can but form. You buy them with crackers or something, uh, so so it's a little, I like little more in, classy. I like them in salad. Yeah. Okay. You so you're not just eating. I mean, there are people that eat them right out of the can, and that's that's, that's awful. Old, that's, that's old awful. bum. Yeah. No, that's old bum. Yeah, exactly. That's old bum status. I, I agree. <laughs> but I am embarrassed to buy them. Yeah. Do you shave with a straight razor? <laughs> you know, anyway. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Anyway, the other thing is too. You took a shit at a public event, like a paid a public event. You don't do that. It was in Irvine. That is not a ro- still Irvine. There's some nice shit. I remember Irvine. the Irvine Spectrum or seeing going to Lollapalooza or something like that. Some shit out there and pissing on the seats and just going crazy <laughs> when I was a kid and doing shit like that. That's not that crazy, but you know, it's like. And then always there's a when you're in the pisser, you know, at a concert. There's yeah. always a four group of four chicks that goes into the guys' met the men's room. Oh, yeah. and everybody's oh, yeah. like, yeah. Oh, go Everyone's ahead. like, oh, fuck it. Oh, well. You know, guys. And they just go into one stall and they take it over. Yeah. Well, my, over. my thing is, if yeah. you're a chick and there's a long line for the the, the women's room and you got to pee real bad and so you decide to do the, the cute chick thing where you go into the men's room then all the men let you cut the line because you're a chick, you got to use the urinal. Wow. 
That's, That's my good rule. Call. Yeah, yeah good if, call. if you're going to take a piss in the men's room, you got to use a urinal. Yeah, yeah, piss like a man. <laughs> I want you to get that funnel thing. <laughs> oh, a freshette. Yeah, bitches got that funnel thing. It's called what? a freshette. It's called a what? A freshette at REI. Uh, <laughs> there was always that was the one thing that you wanted to sell. REI. Really? I worked at REI for really? a short bit. And that was anyone who sold it would like come out and be like, boom, I fucking uh, sold. sold one. I think there was only one sold the whole time I was there. Was there a good commission on it? No, oh. but it's who the fuck buys a fresh hat? It's salesman <laughs> pride, dude. Yeah. I'm so good at selling. I sold a fake dick to a woman in an REI. Not even in a sex shop. Hey, what happened? You see your buddy with a black eye the next morning. He's got the thing of peas on it. Hey, what happened? <laughs> yeah, PMD. Yeah, PMD. Whatever happened to the steak, by the way? You <laughs> Put a big slab anywhere. of meat on someone's face? I always wonder. It's like, that's going to take some protein. Like, you're watching <laughs> Mad Men and, like, Don Draper <laughs> gets decked by somebody. And yeah. the, the chick with the gappy teeth, like, just puts it on his face. Yeah. And but people don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. I feel like steak's way too much money. Like, I mean, can't get that my fucking steak away from that guy's eye. The chick with the gappy teeth? Yeah. You're talking about... Uh, Mrs. Draper. Yes. You know, she was cute, but now she's just kind of annoying Kind of grating on you? Yes. Yeah. I'd rather have crazy-ass January Jones in my bed than yeah. Mrs. Draper. Yeah. Just to... She's, she's attractive, but something about her seems off. Yeah. Maybe it's the gappy teeth. I mean, it's Maybe like, you've cracked the code for me. Maybe it's the big, crazy teeth that she has. <laughs> the big, crazy jack-o'-lantern. Attempting to escape her face <laughs> and go off on their own. Yeah. She's like, you know, in uh, like Bugs Bunny cartoons, how he would, he would, be, he would see a woman who, who was like doing, doing like the, the place in France where the naked ladies dance mm -hmm. thing, and then they'd remove the, um, the, the cloth from the face, mm -hmm. and then they'd right. yes. it would be yeah, Large Marge yes. in the house. I'm saying that I'm sure Don Draper can afford to get the bitch some braces. Wow. Is what mm. I'm saying. He's not that interested. He's no. fine. He's good. He's more into the vagina. Yeah, he's not. By right. the time the he's teeth a... are straight out, he'll be on to the next woman. He's a vajay man. <laughs> like, huh? there's other things that are getting much more publicity than this. Like, everybody today is talking about HPV. Women are getting HPV tests because it leads to ovarian cancer. Everybody's talking about HIV. Everybody talking about AIDS. But nobody anymore is talking about the granddaddy of them all, huh. herpes. You thought it was just a 70s thing, but did, did you know, I just want to give some facts, hmm. that when you go out on Valentine's Day and you're taking out this girl, you're taking out this guy that you don't know that could have herpes, in order to create awareness, you know, the best way to get to the kids is through music. Everybody knows that. Just like uh, Heal the World. This is what you're doing. I mean, that's how they fed all the the starving kids in... Um, trying to make it a better place. And for, was it China? For, for you and for me and for the entire human race. They're not starving anymore in China. There are people dying. dying. If you, you care, care enough for the living. Hear the world. Make, make a little space for you. To make a better oh, place. No, have... <laughs> Stop it, bud. <laughs> So I have a song. If I can grab my acoustic guitar real quick. Oh, man. Please. Because Oscar's not here. I have a song for herpes awareness. That, that's, not only is it gonna, is it a good poppy track that will um, get you singing, but it'll, uh, you know. So you brought it. Like, you didn't just want to bring awareness. You wanted to. I wanted to bring it. You want to bring it. Like uh, that, that Argo movie. If I'm going to make a fake hit, it's going to be a 
A big hit, yeah. Fuck Fake yeah. movie. It's going to be a big hit. Yeah. So here we go. Buck, Buck and I are going to sing the song, and it's uh, tentatively called Herpes Song. Men, next time you check in your pants, there are some questions that you might have. Is that a crunch berry on my way? Oh no, it's herpes. Is that a pimple at the base of my thing? Oh no, it's herpes. Are those ladybugs on my weenus? Oh no, it's happens. Can you use cover up so she doesn't see this? Oh no, it's happens. Well, HPV may be the latest rage, and it may not be as cool as AIDS, but if you find upset or red and raised, you're on the team. And it ain't celebrated like the clap. Or as itchy as a bad case of staff And unlike syphilis it won't make you go mad And that's a good thing Now ladies Next time you're checking your pants There are some questions that you might have Why do I have an itchy feeling on my vag? Oh no, it's happens is this a reoccurring case of the crabs? Oh no, it's happens. Is that a cold sore on my other lips? Oh no, it's happens. Cause it touched myself watching Twilight Eclipse. Oh no, it's happens. Well, HPV may be the latest rage, and it may not be as cool as AIDS. But if you find bumps that are red and raised, you're on the team. And it ain't celebrated like the clap. Or as itchy as a back case of staff. And unlike syphilis, it won't make you go mad, and that's a good thing. Oh no, it's herpes. Oh no, it's herpes. Oh no, it's herpes. Oh no, it's happens. So I think that's going to connect with the kids. Some of your best work. Thank you. It, it, it's groundbreaking. Yeah. We have done the wall or parts of it. Yeah. This yes. is this is even further. This is going a bit. I mean, we're helping people's their sex lives. We're herping help, herping people. We're herping people out. We are herping people out. <laughs> We've got to end on that. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. This is- Henry Gribben loses life savings at Carnival Game, wins stuffed banana with Ooh. dreadlocks. Oh, that's kind of badass. Where's the downside? <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how much his life savings was. <laughs> If he lost his life savings on a carnival, if, like, if, if his life savings was like $8 and you got a life-size banana with dreadlocks, yeah. you're good. It's life-size, meaning what? It's uh, Yeah, that's, that's like, true. Like what life? Like an actual <laughs> banana or, saying, yeah. or human size? I don't get that. It's like uh, four feet tall. Oh, yeah. Well, it's it's you a know, big banana. I could look at that. You know, some people have dreams in their life and they look at certain things like, you know, a car, you know, Rolls Royce, something like that. And they say, that's what I want to achieve. And I could see that. 
Dreadlocks, right? Dreadlocks. Rasta did, banana. Did it have a did it have a Rasta yes. be, beanie thing? Yes, Because that's did. what I'm seeing. Yeah, it, it has to. And yeah. stony eyes. Yeah. I wonder if it does it have hands? Like you know when you see a banana with little T Rex arms on it? It did not. And the real thin legs, or it's just a just just a banana with dreadlocks, uh, the Rasta hat, and stoner eyes. So I'm I'm assuming that this banana is going to take up a certain amount of this guy's life because it's not a functional banana. It's like a Terry Schiavo of bananas because it can't like it can't ambulate. Terry wow. Yeah, Terry <laughs> <Shavo>. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I, I forgot who that was. Terry Shavo? Now, now here's the interesting thing. It, that's that's a vegetable, not a fruit, right? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. So the thing is, okay, think about it this way. If you had a life-size banana, now what do they always say is on the bottom of the banana? Not the top part with the, the, the thing where you pull down to peel it, and then every time you meet an asshole, he peels it from the bottom? Uh. Pinch the bottom, peel it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Everybody who peels a banana from the bottom first first into my uh, lake of fire when when I uh, when I kill everyone. Really? That annoys you the most. Eating fruit backwards. <laughs> yeah. It's like when the the radio headline when I am king you will be first against the wall. The, but, those who that peel the banana from the bottom are definitely people that I would describe as a nonconformist to my regime. Those are the people that if I was like Trotsky, I'd be like, fuck you people. You're the first to go. Like in Phnom Penh, when, uh, you know, the, 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 the red people were taking, when Pol Pot said, if you wore Western glasses, you're done. I'm taking out everybody who, who peels the banana from the bottom. Now, think about this. Mm-hmm. Let's get real crazy. Let's get far out on this bitch. People sometimes say that at the bottom of the banana, that's where there's spider eggs and oh. monkey do. What? what? The monkeys butt fucking themselves with bananas. I'm is sure it, they are, but isn't that the part also that you peel off and you smoke to get high? Did Did I, no one else read the Anarchist Cookbook? But I I don't know. Does anyone have any personal experience with that here? Uh, yeah, I have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I smoked that shit. Yeah, uh, but, I did smoke banana peels in high school. Yeah, and it got around. How'd that work out for you? Uh, not good when you have people you don't know at your school, and they're like, "Hey, heard you got fucked up last weekend." Oh, yeah. What do you know, buddy? I <laughs> uh, heard you were smoking banana peels, kid. Want to get some real drugs? Uh, well, first of all, people who smoke banana peels at the age of 16 will also be put down in my regime <laughs> because they, they will amount to nothing. They will start doing podcasts, you know. And so was it, am, am I right? Was that the part that you peel off and smoked? Uh, I No, I smoked the whole thing. Wow. I'm like a hunter that when he kills the deer, he eats the whole thing. He's right. like, I eat the eyeballs. Yeah. I hear banana peels are a gateway drug. Yeah. How'd that work out? Fine. <laughs> Fine. No, no, it was great. It was a perfect gateway. It got me to every drug. It's a fucking doggy door drug. It's not a gateway <laughs> drug. It's fucking horrible. So he spent $300 on the game without success. So he was like, hey, I'm just going to throw another ball here. Hey, uh, I'm going to go back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw another ball here, and I'm going to win this. And that's because that's how, when you're from Southern California, everybody from the East Coast sounds. That's what it sounds like, yeah. Yeah, like... Just, that, was, that was Polly D right there. The most erudite person from the East Coast just sounds like they're talking like this whenever, you know... Hey, I'm going to win this goddamn <laughs> fucking game. Hey, this is a fucking game, right? Let's throw some fucking balls. This is for my kids. I love them. <laughs> hey, look at me. I'm fucking Dwight Gooden trying to throw this ball in here. Hey! hey. And like even like even like the governor of New Jersey, like Chris Christie, opens his mouth, and to New Jerseyans, he sounds like them, right? To us, he's just like, arr, arr, it was, hey, who's got the sauce? <laughs> hey, it was like that, spot that old, on, Chris Christie. You ever, you ever hear that? Uh, 
Richard Pryor bit where he's talking about working for the mob. And like he just Richard Pryor does the whole bit, and he just says like random fake Italian words. Hey, this guy's got big skittle banutes. Uh, <laughs> hey, Richard, come over here. He's got the big skittle banutes on him. Uh, I killed somebody with an ice pick. I'd like to say I would never make fun of anyone from the mafia. There you go. Me neither. I'm trying. I wish I could get. You know, the the mafia has yet to enter podcasting. <laughs> like back in the day, if you had a reputable entertainment gig going on the mob got involved and then you really right. got paid i want the mob to get behind this show usually they'd be a good thing usually they get behind stuff that makes money though mm-hmm. coming this october 25th to the 27th it's stock toberfest Come down to the Lakewood Military Surplus Warehouse and get 25% off all your surveillance and tracking needs. GPS, night vision goggles, spy cams, deer urine, and more. Don't let the gal you've had your eyes on miss out on your special attention. Creep on down to Stocktoberfest at the Lakewood Military Surplus Warehouse. For a special online discount, enter promo code Will Wheaton at checkout. So here's the deal. Naisha thinks that maybe you should start a career as a stone-cold pimp. Nice. Buck Perez. That's what it said. Yeah, just three words. <laughs> stone-cold stone cold pimp. Not, not, not just any pimp, a stone-cold pimp. Because I would have a stone-cold backhand. <laughs> Pah! Seriously, I would. And a stone-wet front hand. You know, I've always, you know, <laughs> basically, yeah, my hands are always sweaty. Thank you. Uh, you know? Let, let's say, <laughs> let's say that I was your hoe, right? Oh god! And I didn't have your money, so I come up to you, and you're uh, you're on your stoop like Harvey Keitel and yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, taxi, taxi driver. Hey, what's up, baby? And, and I, hey, what's up, baby? Hey, what's up? What you got for me? Hey, bug. You know, I don't really. Uh, I'm a transvestite pimp. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't got quite a good crew going on here. <laughs> Not much friends benefits at the end of the. Hey, yeah, what's what's up, beautiful? Hi, how you doing today, beautiful? Hey, Buck, I ain't got that loot today. I oh, ain't turned no tricks. You gotta be kidding. <laughs> you, you sound beautiful, though. But uh, my, the, my the deep manly voice is so working. But my butthole is all worked up, and I couldn't I couldn't put it out today. I had to have some neosporin up in that shit. Yeah, well, what you what you what you talking? You can't put it out. I can't put it out can't today. Put, can't put it out. Ah! Can't put it out. Ah! That's all you're good for, bitch. And that's how I do her. Well, that was pretty convincing. Thank you. Yeah. That, then that's just me on the everyday, you know? I'm out on the porch. I'm out on the stoop doing this <laughs> out shit. on the porch. I'm out on the stoop. <laughs> All right, so listener. Um... Uh, the fact you know the chick's Indy. name. Indy. Yeah. <laughs> he, you cheat. You take four cards. <laughs> as far as you heard that, right? Oh. Beck, stop. We're trying Wait, to no, fucking actually, have a conversation. Actually, look up. What? Look up. Look up in the garage. Huh? If you look in the rafters of my garage, there's Did a you see small... That? Yes. Oh, fuck. Wait, what, what is, is that? There's a small... Looks like a miniature... This old, is what I'm talking about. Old woman. It's like a... Oh, shit. It's like an aspiration. There's a ghost... See? There's a ghost in the garage, and she's saying, she's cunt. Ta- this is the first time I've heard it. Thank you. We've wait. had listeners complain wait, 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 for wait, a wait, long wait. time. Yes, what? You want me to... Wait. Okay. Maybe we... Should we... Should we just yeah, get out, Should we run out of the garage? Or yeah, see, should we get... Look, you you do what you Elliot, want. Elliot, let's get the fuck out. All right? 
fucking Bill Murray on this shit. I don't care what the fuck. Buck, Buck, it could hurt us. I don't care. Buck, I'm not... Okay, wow. I've heard people complain on the show about this. That's a bitch. That's a bitch. Holy shit. I'm grabbing your European carry-all, a.k.a. vacuum. The lawn vacuum? You think you could get a ghost with a lawn vacuum? I've seen too many movies not not to do this. It's happening. Oh, hold on, I gotta get it. It's up here. I'm grabbing the lawn vacuum. Okay, okay. Do what you need to do. Just kill it, bro. Jesus. I got it. I'm getting up on the chair. Hold on. Fuck, are you okay? Are you okay? Fuck. Heads. Buddy? Yeah, my head's fucked. Fuck you, okay? You didn't. Are you cool? Are there two of you or just one? There's two of us. I know it's a weird question. I'm sorry. Two, right? One. Well, there's one of each of us. Hi. The ghost is gone, but I think you got it in the in the in the, in the, in the vacuum cleaner. Yeah. If anybody knows, there's something very special for the gentleman tonight. Mm. And that's uh, three-ply toilet paper. Ooh. Good God. Three-ply. Have sounds... you ever seen three-ply toilet paper before? I dare to dream. Sounds luxurious. Know. Now, if you guys are really nice, I'll let you take a couple squares home. Yeah. <laughs> Just... You got some? Yeah. I'll, I'll have that, and then, uh, you know, the lady... The ladies will come over, and then as they're living, they'll be like, I didn't know I was with a sultan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw it today. I was at the uh, Ralph's, and I was my, my wife put me on TP duty. Mm. And uh, I looked, and I was like, three-ply. That's like, you know, when they went up to five blades, you know? Yeah. And I w- By the way, TP duty, quiet dignity. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Me walking a- through that Ralph's. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the wife is never happy with the toilet paper because I always cheap out. Yeah, and then your finger ends up ends up your rectum when you're wiping. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I'm, <laughs> oh, I mean, not your finger, but someone's, your someone's finger, my no. finger. Oh, you're in your own. Yeah, in your own ass. And it led me to a question. <laughs> yeah. At what point, at a meeting with the Northern Toilet Paper Company, mm. I know that for thirty years. Management has been sitting around. They're like, "We're gonna go to three ply." Not yet. <laughs> this will start an arms race in the toilet paper wars. Like yeah, yeah, next, Charmin goes up to three, four, five. They sat this, on the sidelines watching the the razor blade industry, this, knowing that's what was gonna happen. This move is like DefCon three. Yes, they're taking it like another notch, right? Because it was DefCon two before. Now it's three. There's a boardroom somewhere. <laughs> DefCon it's three. They walked. <laughs> yeah, they walked go. in. The the uh, the anal retentive in me, no pun intended, yeah. has to point out that it's five is peace and one is war. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're at, they're at DefCon four now. Yeah, because it's or three because oh. it's worse. Oh. Yeah. See, th- this guy was like the Ronald Reagan of toilet paper. He's like, we'll just build more and more <laughs> and more. No, and but so eventually we'll up. we'll bankrupt everybody. There's got to be a boardroom somewhere where there someone walks it. Like I picture it like a Sorkin thing, where like someone like per- pushes through some double doors and they're wa- you just see their arm and they're walking and they've got the the straight from Sam's Club. Right. They've got the big bundle of it under their arm. <laughs> they're walking straight into a boardroom and they drop it down on the table. And then they have a tester. Earl, 
Come over here. Yeah. Earl just had two buckets full of Taco Bell. Yeah. Go. And then they have like a really nice bathroom in the boardroom. <laughs> and it goes, there's like a, a two-way mirror. No. And he sits down and oh, he walks God. out. I and need he's to like, watch. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> and then Earl comes out and it's like, it is the legend. It's, it's what we've all feared. So this is what I do for you, Mark. Mm. Buck. Yeah. Three-ply toilet paper. Now, I'm not saying anybody needs to take a dookie break anytime in between shows and really fuck up our schedule. I could work one up. Oh. What I'm saying. So my book I wrote. I wrote part of. And the, the, the book is called um, Juggalo Love. And it's, a, it's an erotic novel detailing the passionate relationships between a juggalo named Shuckles mm. and a juggalette named Meredith Baxter Titties. I thought... Uh, is, is it juggalette or juggaho? I don't know. It could be juggaho. I think juggalo. they are known as juggahoes. And these, yeah, these are people who are does. big time fans you, of Insane Clown Posse. You don't want to offend that crowd. Elliot has a little excerpt. It's an erotic novel. Now, let me get some sexy music queued up here. So Please do. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Mmm. Mmm. Taking that. <clears throat> Juggalo Love by Todd Perry. Him have good pecker. Takes me from behind like barnyard animal. It feel good, but last shortish. Oh. I forget he name, but remember that met him in cornfield in Illinois. Sex so good. I give him all my cotton candy. Sometimes I wonder about whether he have brother with good pecker too. Ooh, that that sounds good, right? I would actually read that. Yeah. That's and and see it's the cadence is in my vernacular. <laughs> it sounds like like it it is the voice in my head. Like that's oh, yeah? A, yeah. Him have a good pecker. <laughs> <laughs> it's a line that's in there. Yeah, yeah I'm a good pecker. Yeah, I'm a good pecker. Yeah, I'm a good pecker. We when we were uh, we're on a plane flight when we were leaving Varanasi where we saw the uh, bodies. Uh, we went from there to Agra where they have the Taj Mahal, and we were on a plane flight. It was me. How far is that? It was like it was like an hour long flight. Okay. you know, like L.A. to San Francisco kind of thing. And I was sitting down on the plane with my buddy Jarrett. And uh, to the right of me, right at the window seat, was, uh, was, was this Indian guy who looked to be about 40. Uh, once they say, like, you know, fasten your seatbelt. Is this like a, like a standard, like, airliner? Or is this like, you know, like some bullshit plane? <laughs> this, this, this plane looked like it was, it literally looked like it was built in 1983. And the, <laughs> the music that was playing in the background was like Muzak. They had like, Muzak? Yeah. On a plane? But it was like that, that song by Asia. I think Cartman's in like Congress and says something, and everybody starts singing the song. Anyway, so I'm sitting down. There's next- got to be a morning after. No, no. Mm. And so I'm sitting down on the uh, on the plane, and the guy to the right of me turns and says, uh, "How do I put the seatbelt on on the plane?" And it's one of those standard kind of airplane seatbelts. So I kind of turn over and I say, "He goes here." He goes, "Oh, thank you so much," you know. And then um, he's then he turns to me, goes, "It's loose." Oh. And then I explain to him, "He's pull it." And then, How old is this guy? He's like 40. And, were, were you talking about the heat of the moment, Tom? Yes! My best friend in the whole world is Kenny McCormick, and he, he's sick right now. He's real sick. 
This was playing. Tell yes. me what your heart in, in a Muzak version. The when, when the, the, before the plane took off. So Do you remember when we used to dance? Yeah, there you go. And it's a different world from circumstance. So, one thing that I, uh... The guy was a really sweet guy, and then I, I find out that this is his first ever plane flight, and this was his dream oh, in life, wow. was to go to see the Taj Mahal. It was so sweet, and then, and then the, the stewardesses, they're, they're passing on juices, like little juice boxes like you get on a, like after soccer, right? And so we hey. had it. Like Chris, like what is it? Uh, Capri Sun, Capri Sun, dude. It was yeah. like, almost like a high C, you know, kind of thing. It was like the Indian version. So the guy, the guy uh, finishes juices, and he's like, "Where do I throw this away?" And we're trying to figure out where to throw it away because we were in the front of the plane, so there wasn't a little like pocket thing yeah. to put it in. And then, and then he jokingly acts like he's going to throw it out the window of the plane. Nice. Uh-huh. And so then we laugh like, "Oh, that's good. That's a good joke. Comedy. Yeah, he's bringing the comedy." Yeah. And then, then he goes, "How do I take the window down?" <laughs> nice. On the plane, and I go, no, 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 you can't, you can't open the window on the plane. It's like not, not, not a good thing. And he was like, why? I, I like to look out the window, you know. And I was like, um, you'll, you'll get sucked out of the plane. <laughs> whole cabin, you pre- terrified the man. Whole cabin pressure thing, motherfucker. Like right, for real. Like, uh, haven't you seen Goldfinger? We're, we're, we're coming home. Uh, my wife said, I, gee, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I was like, I got to go to the bathroom, too, because we both had a couple drinks. You know, mm. We were sober enough to drive home, but we had a couple beers. That's, you know? a, that's a conversation you only have after the marriage. I have to go to the bathroom real bad. Oh, I do, too. Oh, Jesus Christ, me, too. And the woman, <laughs> the woman always wins. Your bowel movements. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. I have IBS. One of you <laughs> takes the toilet, the other takes the shower. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I don't know what kind of party you're throwing in your life, Quinn. I like hey, that. if you're drinking, you know, who cares? That's what it is. So are you going to piss in my shower at some point, Quinn? <laughs> that- sure, why not? I don't think we're going to ask you back if that's your move. <laughs> oh, having a good time. Could just wheeze in my I'll shower. I'll piss outside, you know. And just to bring it up again. I did not leave that shit stain in your toilet that one time. That was not me. That was that was the other guest. That was Adam. That was Adam. That Jury's was Adam. still out. Jury's I, still out. Who, who fucking left the Hanukkah a, present in my a, toilet? It's a mystery, but I did not do it. It was not me. So the wife and I, we get home. <laughs> I still think you shit up the bathroom. I yeah. just like that Hanukkah present. That's yeah. good. So my wife and I, my wife, we get home and like you know you do that thing where you rush to the door because you got to pee, and so then for a woman. Because they have lady parts, which are different than boy parts, so it takes them longer to pee. Please explain. Yes. <laughs> so we get home, huh? and I'm like, I mean, I gotta go. So I run into my in, into the backyard right here, and I decided, hey, I'm a fucking homeowner, I can whiz on my lawn whenever I like. So I whip it out, and I and I start getting a real good good pee going. Just. Right. A nice racehorse piss, right? And now the dog's really excited because we just got home. And now when the dog... Oh, you can hear him. Like on cue. Yeah, he comes over. That's and crazy. so Furry Murray, who's very furry, is running around the backyard. And so he starts doing donuts around me while I'm peeing. Oh, God. And so then as I'm peeing, I just completely whizzed all over the dog's back. Like his, the back of his fur is matted and he's completely wet. Like he got hosed down by my whiz. So my wife gets, and then the dog runs inside the house, <laughs> and then my my wife gets out of the bathroom. Is like, okay, Todd, you can use the bathroom, and then she's like, what happened to the dog? Why is the dog wet? <laughs> we had just bathed him like the day before. She's like, why is the dog wet? And I was like, um, 
All right, I pissed on the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, she's like, that's horrible. Why did you what? piss on the dog? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, no, 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 no. I was peeing, and the dog ran and did donuts around me. I was peeing, and 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 had a little, you know, golden shower. Line play. of mm-hmm. line of fire. He was line of fire. He, he was casualty. Not my fucking fault. Yeah. It was the dog. The dog saw what I was doing. And also, the dog doesn't mind. <laughs> you know, it's right. not like he's going, "Oh, this is gross." Right. He's just like, "I got wet. Big deal." He's, he's happy he's getting a golden shower from his uh, from his pops. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a big moment. Yeah, you know, it's a big moment in someone's he life. He was probably honored because you you marked your territory. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. his, you're his master. So he's like, "That's right. I'm his. I'm to them. You're you're in is different than to yeah. us. <laughs> right. To them, it's like, oh, hey." Oh, someone pissed here. Oh, I can't Todd, go here now. Todd showed me his love. Yeah. yeah uh, explain this to my wife. <laughs> well, bring her back. <laughs> right. I don't think that would happen. And as far as we live in Southern California, cold for us is what? 60? Yeah. Once it hits 60. Once it's 60, we're fucking freezing. I, yep. go, by, I yeah. go by nipples. Like, once my nipples get hard and I'm outside, too cold. I'm going mm. back inside, going to catch that rhinovirus by staying Some inside. very sensitive nipples, so it's... Pretty much a constant. Do they sweat? <laughs> yes. Do your nipples sweat, dude? Are we getting real? Do they beat up? Does it look like you're lactating? Do I have to shave my nipples? Yes. Do I have <laughs> sweaty, hairy nipples? Yes. Are we getting real right now? Yes. Why did you ask yourself <laughs> those <laughs> questions? Hashtag, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag real right now. What? Yeah, it's all real. Man. Do I the, 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 the veil has been pulled? What do I have bat wings? Yes. yes. <laughs> Is it hot outside? Yes. yes. Do I sometimes look at pornography with fat women? Yes. yes. Do I sometimes try Quote, to unquote. find a way that I could suck my own penis? Yes. yes. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that was keep going with it. Yeah. More myths about the human body. Let's let's finish it off here, Buck. Oh, okay. I was gonna play two, but I will play one. No one likes the drops. I was telling a story about uh, uh, Tim Burgess from the Charlatans, mm. uh, one of my favorite uh, UK bands. And uh, Tim Burgess from the Charlatans, in his uh, book, in his uh, biography, discussed how he ingested cocaine through the butthole, right? And it was called cocainus. And it's where you, you know, I'm not going to, mm. you know, excite anyone with the details. So Buck and, Buck and I put a song together about practicing the art of cocainus. And uh, let's see here. Get, get the guitar. Put some yayo up your a-hole. Cocainus. Take your behind and do a white line. Cocainus. Get on your knees and catch the free. Cocainus. Error. Put some Belushi up your tushi. Cocainus. Put some crack in your crack and catch a heart attack. Cocainus. Make your brain get numb with your rectum. Cocainus. Cocainus. Eric. Cocainus. Go.
Far Out is powered by Oedipal Arrangements. Having a hard time coming on to mom? We can help. So speaking of long ones, uh, Oscar and I and Buck, we were, both, we were all discussing, because all I did was watch movies during the time off. We were discussing a uh, controversial film. Oh, yeah. Django Unchained. Yep. And Oscar was saying that he saw Jamie Foxx's wiener in the movie. And I, I was, was like, looking I for it. I know you were you were looking for it or you weren't looking for it? I was. Oh wow. I was like, there has to be some dick in this movie. <laughs> you saw you when you saw the movie poster first thing uh, you realized. First thing. Dick. I'm gonna see some dick in this. Hmm. So I was really quiet out. So that's why you bought your ticket. Did you sit in the front row to just have the dick closer mm. to the face? Mm, no, actually, it's a good idea. Fuck. Yeah, next uh, time. We're realizing that it was going to be a three-hour flick. I didn't want to sit like and fuck up my neck just to get like two seconds of dick. And you're saying it was the scene where he's being right because for those of you who've seen it, that scene, you know, it comes in right towards the end of the film, and they show like an upward shot of his body. You know, where you, I believe you actually see balls with pubic hair. Okay. Wow. And then they don't show. They don't show. I'm really looking for the Wang. I'm not looking for balls. Yeah. So I didn't see Wang. Everyone has their own preference. And then all of a sudden at the end they show like the body shot, him hanging upside down, and it was either a rope, a really long <laughs> rope, or it was a, you know, wow. a mandingo as they would say in the movie. Now I heard this brought up an uncomfortable conversation. It did. So my girlfriend, we were talking about it afterwards. And I was like, I think it was rope, and she was like, I'm pretty sure it was dick, and I'm like. I'm pretty sure there wasn't dick. Like there was rope like wrapped around him to hang him upside down. Yeah. Mm. It was rope, and she was like, "I've seen dick." <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I am an eyewitness. <laughs> so uh, there's nothing else I can say. I think that kind of just killed the conversation. I'm sorry. I'm a one eyewitness. There yeah. you go. There you go. So like, you know, I don't even know how to take that. My yeah. girlfriend was like, "I've seen dick before." She was. She was a hundred percent sure. Yeah, she was a hundred percent sure. Wow. And I don't look anything like Jamie Foxx, so yeah, physically or dick. So like, <laughs> so I'm not sure like what she really meant by that. You know what you need to do? Recreate that with a rope mm. and say, "Look, this is what I'm talking about." There you and, go. And yeah, you no. need to have a reenactment like Somersault. Seinfeld with like yeah. there must have been a second spitter, like kind yeah. of thing. You need to do a whole uh, uh, elaborate Oliver Stone setup and be like, "Here was the lighting in the scene. Right. This is what a rope looks like tied in uh, a 18th century knot." There you go. Right, and do all that right, and then discuss the lighting, and then take out some old video of like scenes from In Living Color where he's wearing tight pants and be like, mm. this could not possibly be a penis. Study him. You know? Yes, yeah, study, study the man. Yeah, That's you can good. bring it out, you know, because it's only for your dignity in the end. I'm going to have to watch Ray. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you watch Ray, I'll watch Jamie Foxx show. Todd, but maybe he was wearing, you know, a prosthetic for Ray Dick. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Like, that is method acting. Yeah. It could have been a big part of the casting, you know, like, like uh, you know, Tarantino was like, well, you know, I got, I got people coming in here to do interviews, you know, and I got, I got Terrence Howard, I got Don Cheadle, and I got, uh, you know, I got, I got this Jamie Fox kid coming in, and everybody disrobed, and he did, they had a hang off. You listen to the Far Out Podcast. Yeah. So smooth. You know, you'll never really know what happens to German tourists at the swine. <laughs>
Right. What's happening? <laughs> What's it? Oh, it, oh. oh so, I, I turned it down. I, know, okay. I, I was trying to tell you subtly. What Mark's I, working the soundboard. Sorry, what, he's the new Brian Bishop. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to tell him something subtly. Yeah. What I learned from uh, many years of doing radio with Todd Perry is Ooh. that he's never understood a hand signal correctly. <laughs> oh, no. Never in his life have you done, been done one of these right. or one of these. And, and he has not had to go, I'm sorry, what? What are you? What are you gesturing about? He'd be Hold the- on, let's stop the show for a second. What are you asking me to do? Oh, stop asking you what the gesture means. Right. That's what you wanted me to do. Right. Base- baseball yeah. would be your worst fucking sport. With yeah. All the signs and everything. I'd, I'd be on. I'd, oh my god, what the fuck? I'd be on second base going. Just tell me. <laughs> what do you want? Do you want me to stay? Oh, stay here. What the hell do you want from I, me? I should stay here then. Right. Or should I go? I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I'm going. What if he hits it to right field? Should I go? Did you did you play baseball? Why are you touching your dick? <laughs> yeah. It was an odd sport. What? <laughs> he's he's going with it. He's riffing. He's riffing. You're not, you, you can't pull him off you it don't now. Know. I shouldn't say dick. No. Nope. Keep giving him the gesture that says to stop riffing. I need some chaw. Do you have any Coming soon to iTunes, an evening with Dennis Prager and Buck Perez, live from Redondo Beach, California. One man is a deep-thinking conservative who believes in American exceptionalism, the moral supremacy of Judeo-Christian values, and fears modern leftism and secularism. The other is Buck Perez. To what dimension do you both gentlemen feel that love plays in your life? It's much better not to love your spouse and treat them lovingly than to love your spouse and treat them awfully. Love is very important because it builds a strong fiber in you. It puts a man through many tests. The final usually being a paternity test. Either you are the father or you are not the father. You won't want to miss this evening of intellectual exchanges between a man who's published five books on topics such as Judaism and conservative thought, and a guy who works on a grilled cheese truck. Available soon at iTunes and in the Judaica section of your local bookstore. seems to have gone over the edge. The edge. There's no honest way to explain it, because the only people who really know where it is are the ones that have already gone over. I hate to say this, but this garage is getting to me. Getting the fear. The heinous amount of marijuana smoke seems to have gotten the best of the mighty Quinn. Here's Trump. Turn up, white rabbit! I need a rising sound. My heart feels like an alligator. I kept my eye on Quinn, as well as our passed out comrade, Buck. You could turn your back on a person, but never turn your back on a drug. Who, who is that man? The cops? Hey guys, I brought some uh, Miller High Life. What the fuck is going on here? What happened to Buck? It's announced early. What the hell did this godforsaken bastard want at a time like this? Close the door! 
The sunlight is burning my retinas. Maybe if I took it off mute. <laughs> about your needs. Just give me a little extra rice. I know what you Give me a little extra, extra meat right there. Just that overweight Chipotle burrito maker. Burrito artist. Yes. Here's to you, honey. I appreciate the wink and the extra spoonful of steak. Yeah. Nice. What's up? Yo, I want to send this one out to the front row. At the bleeding virgin of the Immaculate Heart Cathedral in Bridgeport, Connecticut. To all you ladies in there in your black dresses, looking so sexy that came up dressed for the Lord. This goes out to you. I'm talking to you, Denny's waitress at 4 a.m. That's right, I'm lonely. You know why I'm here. Mm, moon's over my hammy. That's it's not just there. one, the moon's over my hammy, baby. It's moving over you, baby. Mm-hmm. Me and you. Doing it over the table. Table four and five. Oh. Oh, she's, she's a big girl. Big girl. Now, I got I got mad sympathy for all them Thai masseuses who work late nights that aren't interested in giving you a hand job. Ooh, oh. Oh, they just want to. They just want to make your muscles feel better, brother. Stop rolling over and saying what's up. You know, and that's what you're going to get. Mm. And I got mad love, and mm. I want to throw it out to all them ladies giving massages at 3 a.m. knowing in about six minutes this is going to be an awkward conversation. <laughs> There'll be no happy ending. There will be an ending. I'd like to send this one out to all the local girls. To the Vietnamese girls working at the pharmacy at the Lakewood Walgreens when I come in for my foot medication and you always serve me up. Yeah, you see there's a line. But you look at me, you punch in my order, you look at my prescription. Baby, I want to fill your prescription. Damn. Damn. Send this one out. All my lady bud tenders. Thank you for hooking it up. Bud tenders? Oh, yeah. Give me that extra happy hour joint. Give me the extra nug and a half of, Chuck, of the Chuck Norris of the green crack. Oh, yeah. You hook it up for that $2 tip, baby. And you know I love that wink at the end. Ooh. <laughs> Solid. Well, I also tried to write an Easter song. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. But oh. all I got was the hook. Okay, yeah, let's hear it. So, you know, I, I, I'm known to write a poppy hook, right? Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. Let's see what you got. It's also not a soundbite hook. I think we'll be okay. <laughs> Thank you, Buck. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. All right, that was all right. And, and the song's called Egg Hunt. So Egg Hunt. People, people hunting for eggs. This, for the- this, this is in the season. This is in the season. Yeah, it's about me having an egg hunt. Basically. Okay. And, and the chorus goes like this. 
No. I like it. And what I'm saying is, this is offensive. This is not... Th- you're saying cunt. I'm saying hunt. There's nothing like that. You know, you're just going egg cunt. Egg cunt. I, I don't know. I didn't hear that. I'm Elliot, hearing it. Elliot, give me some backup here. I heard egg hunt. Why, why don't you just sing it without the guitar? Acapella like uh, American Idol. Go. Egg cunt. Yeah, egg hunt. Yeah. I don't know, dog. It looks like it was kind of pitchy, and you were saying the word cunt. So I decided to walk into the head shop because I thought maybe they'd be selling bath salts. (laughs) Okay. And so I just said, ah, that'd be funny, you know, see what they got there. But I I didn't want to ask for bath salts because I felt like that would be a weird move to walk Mm. into the head shop where they're selling uh, water pipes. Not bongs, but water pipes. Yeah, I I would... I would case you as hey, a, I would case. I need some bath salts. Yeah, I would case. I would, this motherfucker who's got two thumbs and needs bath salts. This guy. I would case you as a narc if I worked yeah. at that place. Really? If you came in and asked for yeah, really. If really? You came bath in salts. and asked for bath salts, I'd be like, yeah, five zero narc. Five zero. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Five zero. Why do we look like a narc? Like I used to be a hip kid <laughs> who was I'm like, sorry to tell you, on the streets and having a good time and <laughs> taking party favors. Why, right. why do I look like a narc? I went into Greco's once. It's because I'm white. Yes, I went into Greco's once. Yes, and I, I needed Greco's is a head shop in sorry, uh, Redondo in Hermosa Beach. Yeah, and the uh, first head shop in America. I feel basically probably is. And uh, I asked for. Uh, a urine test pass thing, you know how to how to do that. You know why? Why, were you, why, why did you buy that? I was going for a job at a retirement home, and I was training <laughs> to be a sous chef a at a, reti- chef. At a retirement home. Yeah, and it was going to be full benefits, and it was a, a place in PV. Oh, and so rich, rich people, dude. This would have changed the trajectory of my life. Like this would have been a whole different Buck Perez sitting here today. Okay, but I, uh, I was made aware that after I passed the interview that I had to go take a drug test that next day. Oh. That next day. So I was not aware of that. It was for insurance reasons, shit like that. So I was kind of freaking out. I went to Greco's, and I'm just like, yeah, can I have one of those things to pass the urine test? I need to pass one. How do I do it and all this stuff? And the guy was treating me like I was a fucking narc. Like oh, he, like he was just like, no, no, I don't know, no, you can't buy that here, blah blah blah, and all shit. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Wait, you dude? didn't smell like weed, like you normally do. <laughs> I have my cologne. Like, uh, smell I, this shit. I think at that point, on when someone said you're taking a drug test tomorrow, I didn't, I, I didn't smoke any weed right. after that. Yeah, very fair. Yeah, very fair. But anyway, I did take such test. I did get such supplement. Yeah. I did take it the morning of, like it, it was told to me. I didn't eat pickles the night before, which was one of the weird <laughs> things that it said. Yeah. Don't eat pickles. It said don't eat pickles, so I didn't. That sounds just like weird, like, they need to have old wives' tales. Yeah, stoner. Old, 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 old stoner old tales. Shit. Don't hey, eat man, pickles. Don't eat no pickles, man. That'll fuck you up. Like, that, you could you could never smoke weed for four years. You eat one pickle. You're fucked. But anyway, all that, yeah. all that stuff they gave me is like anti-THC, right? Well, what is the one thing about Buck Press? I am pro-THC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I took that shit at 8 in the morning, right before my drug test, I uh, immediately, immediately had a bad reaction and puked it up. Awesome. So what did, it, what did I do? Took the test anyway. Did you pass? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I was on my way up. The next week, I was on my way up to Yosemite on vacation and stuff like that. I get a call. I have 
all my family in the car. I'm like, hey, what's up? And it was the call that I failed the drug test, yes. So yeah. I had to play that call off pretty well. Oh, oh, thank you. Did yes, you say, I did it pass. Did you say, shocker? Yeah. <laughs> we found mild traces of cannabis in your mild? system. <laughs> mild. That's yeah. what they said. So, uh, yeah, I did, not, I did not get that job. Someday there will be a statue. I don't of know me. why you didn't think that there. Why didn't you ask beforehand if there was a drug test? Again, <laughs> me, okay. me, okay. me, me. You know. Well, I mean, that's kind of a giveaway, right? At the job interview. That is true. Where, too, where yeah. like once you walk in, you're like, "Is there gonna be a drug test for this?" Immediately, well, you know, they there's will a, give you one. Well, you know, you could have called up anonymously, like, "Hey, I'm thinking of applying, but I, I have really strong issues with drug tests." I'm not too good at that because oh, I just okay. go to an English. Hello. That's fine. They, do you take drug tests? As long as you don't go into the interview with the English accent, they're never going to think twice about it. I'd, it would slip. If oh. they had a paternity test, you'd pass. Fair? I, I'd be walking around there one day being like, I'd be like, hello! Like, oh, that's him. That's him. That's him. Put Fire two. him for the past 10 years that he's worked here. Yeah, put two and two together. Finally. <sighs> that was a Birmingham accent. Uh, local news reports claim she leaped from the casket yelling, you want to kill me, you want to kill me. Wow. Oh. Well, I'm sorry, not to be crude, but when you die, don't you shit your pants? Like, didn't anyone check for that? No one checked for the, her shitting her pants? Yeah, you're is supposed that the, to. That's the ultimate sign, right? Is that the, that's the official. That's the tell This person's died. They shit their <laughs> pants. This person's died. Hold on. <laughs> yep. They sure did. You know? You'd make the, the world's worst coroner. <laughs> Uh, hey, I, I could tell, man. I'd be CSI in that shit. When they have CSI, <laughs> when they have CSI San Pedro and Buck shows up, Buck shows up in like his suit. And he's like, check her pants. Yeah, <laughs> check that bitch's pants. Yeah. <laughs> Does the theme song like that? Yeah. Oh wait, it's the other show with that one. <laughs> the trough at Dodger Stadium, which held through from. Last year, from 1962, was a big metal aluminum it aluminum was, trough. It was a big trough where you got asked to ask with all with with all men, and it was always filled because everybody was drinking thirteen dollar beers. Filled, and, filled butt to gut, and just butt to gut, and just all, you saw nothing but dick as far as the eye could see. It's like when you watch like a chorus line of like the Rockettes and they do the legs all going by. It's just that but dick. Wow, big. Scary, hairy guys. Big, scary, hairy dick. Children pissing right next to each other. There's yeah. this backsplash of a hundred dicks pissing, flowing back at you. And like me, normally I go in there with the beer in my hand. So I got my dick in my hand and a beer in the other hand, and mm. I'm trying to hold the beer up above my head so right. I don't get another man's piss in my beer. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing more horrifying than being a small child, being like <laughs> three foot tall, and being like face to face, like some big... Scary, hairy dick. Because it's right, it's right at your eye level when you're a kid, and your dad brings you in there like, "Well, I'm just gonna socialize this kid." Like I, you know, well, it wasn't even my dad. Like I, I, you know, if you gotta go piss, you gotta go piss. That's how it was introduced to me. Yeah, yeah. That, like, that, I mean, that's go, a son. good dad though. He's that's my dad did the same thing. He, yeah. but he'd send me by myself. Yeah, just get in there, go take a piss. And you're like, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" Can't I just piss in the trash can? <laughs> Yeah. I think today's kids are a little... They took it out for a reason. Today's kids are pussies. Let's just say it. Let's just say it. The dads are like, no, son, you don't have to do that anymore. Magic Johnson is not taking his gay son to the trough at Dodger Stadium, is what I'm saying. So that's think, that's what's happening. You think that after 50 years of Dodger Stadium, 
when every year I'm sure they get plenty of complaints and emails going, this is the most inhumane place. <laughs> like this is like borderline Auschwitz pissing like No. The Auschwitz part is the smoking section or what used to be when they used to have you in the fucking stairwell. And they'd have the, the lonely RCA TV, like, right there. And the stairwell was just, like, it was like a gas chamber. It yeah. was like, you know, there was one entrance and exit through the stairs and shit. And it was just the smoking, you know, the smoke chamber. The worst thing was at the L.A. Coliseum, the 93,000-seat venue, when I used to go to Raider games as a kid. Yeah. They upped the trough. Because Dodger Stadium, you're all facing towards a wall. And it's just dick to your left, dick to your right. right. The mm-hmm. L.A. Coliseum went next level, and they had a circle. <laughs> what? And they had this circle that was like a fountain in the middle, and everybody hung their dicks over the circle, so you could see everybody's dick. Like a circle piss? No. Yes. That's, circle jerk piss? That's really creepy. And yeah, what I, is this? I, I will tell you. Once, and maybe I was about 11, I was standing there. There was an 8-year-old child that was sitting with an <laughs> eye view of me who had one of the biggest dicks I've ever seen in my life. Like, wow. th- th- this kid had literally, like, a hose. <laughs> and I walked away going, what's wrong with me? How could you not look at that point? You well, you not, could not look because it was a look. circle. Yeah. It's like, this: as we're sitting right now, if we all just hung our dicks over. The L.A. Coliseum was like Dodger Stadium, too humane. <laughs> Sorry, we're doing this? No, oh, no, no, Buck, Buck, hold it back. I was, I was, hold it back. Unzipping. But admittedly, my memory is also a little hazy. I was drunker than I think you gave me credit for when okay. you discussed it on the show. So I, I do, I, I do believe my, the highlight of your drunkenness that evening was saying, "I have average penis." Oh, did I say over that and over again? Oh yeah. boy. Well, yeah, it's true. I was actually at a party uh, where I got into a literal dick measuring contest with another gentleman. So, you know, how does that, how does that start? I don't know. I was he was doing some booze. karaoke. Yeah, we were drunk. I, I and think booze is the way that that starts. Uh, yeah. He was a uh, you know, he was a, a gentleman uh, of uh, the homosexual persuasion, and I think he was uh, the conversation that uh, happened after we showed each other uh, wieners uh, led me to believe that maybe he was trying to hit on me. He asked me to think. You, very... you put that together post <laughs> post so yeah post mortem. You thought yeah. maybe it was a yeah. Post hangoff. He told me to think very carefully about the answers to these questions. He was going to ask me two questions, and he wanted me to answer sincerely. And the first question was, have I ever had a threesome? Because I was there with my girlfriend. And the okay. second question was, have I ever had my dick sucked by a gentleman before? Oh, okay. Yeah. And then you uh, – as, as far as you want to answer those questions, you can answer them. But <laughs> I, I'm more interested in – so when you when you measured penises well, we didn't literally measure them but we both uh showed each other what we had in the pants it was a uh sexy pool party we were both in our underwear to begin with so there wasn't so much you, to the imagination you kind of pushed the wiener through the shorts i i was wearing <laughs> short pants so i unzipped them um and then he just pulled his he just pulled his shit out so okay so okay but see here here's if i was engaged with that gentleman i would have you know, I would have made sure that I had a full erection when I did it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't, like, because, especially with a pool scenario where obviously <clears throat> you're not going to impress him unless you really are a uh, shower, not a grower, as mm-hmm. they say. You know. As I said, I'm very average. I'm very satisfied. I've got no complaints. Never got any complaints. Good. No one's going to write a, you know, 300-page uh, novel about my deck, but, yeah, it's good. It's good enough. Okay. All right. Fair. I think you guys are both going about this horribly wrong. I, I, there's a okay. Well, I I think if you're going to be comparing, it, it, you should be like comparing breast size with um with some of the ladies at the party. Ah, 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 ah. 
Yeah. Oh, speaking of sponsors, got it. We got a we got a sponsor on the Faro podcast today. Oh my gosh, Postage dot com. Man, you know what? I am constantly overpaying for postage. The other day, I sent a, a, a card to my family in Connecticut, and guess guess what I thought? I thought forty seven dollars. What? Oh you know, plane flight, right? Plane flight to Connecticut cost me three thirty, right? I thought, well, maybe to send a letter, which is you know a smaller version of me, uh, probably be like forty seven dollars, right? So I, I paid for forty seven dollars worth of postage. Oh my god! Just to get that there. Now I didn't know. Now if I had postage dot com. Now how heavy how heavy were you in this in this envelope form? I know. Was it a cardboard cutout like my grandpa over here? Was no, that no, what you were sending? No, it was a letter, but oh. I figured a letter. It's going all the way to Connecticut. Mm. Which is halfway around the fucking globe. America is a big country. It is halfway around the globe. It is halfway around the globe. So if you can forty seven dollars, I was wrong. If I had postage dot com that give you this free little um, weighing thing, and I would have known it would have been like two bucks. Mm. So that's why our audience needs to go po- go to postage dot com. Like literally, I was wasting thousands of dollars a year sending cards because I have family all throughout. Christmas must have been a bitch. Chris- Dude, seriously, every time it's Christmas, like uh, first of all, like. Um, you get ill from the amount of postage I'm licking. Yeah. Oh my you know, I just lick. I, I probably have a postage all inside my throat and my intestines because I'm on postage.com. You know, it's like, and then sometimes I underpay for postage. And then it gets returned to you. Yeah. Like the other day I sold an 87 uh, Fleer box set of baseball cards to this guy in Singapore. And wow. I, I thought Singapore. Yeah, 87 had like Mark McGuire in there, Conseco. You're selling your baseball cards? I was selling it off to, to Singapore. I sent this. You know how much? You know how much I, I, I thought? Because I'm estimating because I don't have postage.com. $800. I thought it would be 37 cents. And I was <laughs> wrong and it got sent back to me. Oh, my gosh. Well. Fuck. So, you know, I thought it was like 37 cents. And guess what? So now I use postage.com and I want all of our listeners to do that. You can print stamps, shipping labels, el- uh, envelopes, and more. Hmm. Eliminate trips to the post office. And I have to go to the one over here on Clark. Plus, for far out listeners, special offer. You get a free scale and $50 worth of stamps free. Nice. So you could send one letter under my own idea to Connecticut and have three, you know. Three bucks left. No, over. what kind of scale is this? Yeah, for, can, for, for, for pot. Can I ask out of curiosity how much uh, does it weigh? Just uh, pounds wise. I don't know when we talked about it on the I'm earlier de- show today. I don't know anything about measurements. I'm kind of deal- fucking blindside to my intelligence. Since I've been back from vacation, I'm doing a pound. So <laughs> here we go. So it might be good for you, Buck. You can go to post.com. You better, you know, figure out your I don't have, shit. I don't have to eyeball shit. No. Nice. So here's for our <laughs> listeners. Right. No. Here's the call to action, as we say in advertising. Let's go to postage.com, enter promo code FARout78900, oh. O, like the letter O, capital, mm. zero, o, mm. o, o, zero, one, mm. zero, zero, one, like binary, mm. O, one, O, letter O, one, I knew there was another, zero, zero, one, two, three, four, six, M dash, Wait, 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 we're not done <laughs> yet. On, we're not on, done, done yet. On. Tilda. You know the Tilda, the little squiggly oh, yeah. thing? Yeah. Hmm. Ampersand. And then write out the name Charles Gatunga Mina. <laughs> okay. Sorry. And that's Gatunga Mina with an R. Hmm. All right. So just write that down. You go to postage.com and you're going to get your free scale. $50 worth of postage free. All right. Now, once you actually enter mm-hmm. all those zeros and ones, what Dot. kind of CD comes out? Hold on. Dot. Is it. Oh. 
Uh, got it. Yeah, you got that book? You got, you got yeah. that? The CD that comes out, I, I, I do believe you get um, Anne Murray's Greatest Hits. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, shit. So I'm looking WWW. Because I didn't. It's an HTTP uh, backslash backslash postage colon. Yeah, huh. semicolon. Ah, huh. uh, no, an actual colon. Huh. All right, colon. Sorry, that's we're just trying to pay the bills around here, trying to make some money like every other podcast, doing a little bit of postage dot com. Really? Right. Sorry, I feel like such a fucking sellout. By yeah. the way, I know that was bad. Yeah. All right, let's get, let's um, go. So now. We go from an uncomfortable bit we think isn't working, and we have to take the prank caller call, to shit gets real. Okay. I believe that Jay and Delmar. Uh, Jay? If he can pull it together, he can talk to Jay. Are you with us, Jay? This is Jay and Delmar. How you doing? Still have the same number? I am um, very much working hard to get um, clean and sober again. I had six years clean oh, and no. sober. I was on my own. I'm so um, sorry, Doc. Exactly. Doing, doing things. Um, I'm also bipolar. Okay, oh, so at, no. this point, at this point, Todd's face drops considerably. <laughs> I vividly remember this. Because never, never considered the ramifications of this bit no, until, right, until right and now. by the yeah. way, me immediately remembering that I'm a CBS employee and that right. I've been introducing as uh, Mark Chambers and Dr. Todd Perry. He's representing me with a bachelor's degree from Cal State Long Beach in communications. Sure. Yes, as a doctor yeah. doing on-air therapy yeah. for a guy with a legitimate problem calls it. And then I felt horrible because I was like, I was kind of being ironic now, with this the is, this is a- Now, this guy has... He has a fucked up life, and he's calling in because he just he just turned on the radio and, and thought, oh, these guys are giving giving advice. Right. This is on the heels. I don't know if I've ever talked about this before, but it's been long enough. This is on the heels of... <laughs> Todd Perry and I did a segment where at some point I joked that if you wanted to get into a secure office building, (laughs) you could pose as a flower delivery person and know the per, you know, like know the name of someone who works there and just, and get buzzed into a secure office building and then do whatever you want. (laughs) I don't quite remember the context of the segment, but the week following us doing that over the weekend Someone got shot yeah. in a San Diego office building. Are you kidding me? And wow. the person who shot them talked their way in by posing as a florist. Oh I remember you sending me the God. the email or the the news story. Yeah. Yeah. And I got called in to the general manager's office, not the program director's office, who had a clip of my show. And demanded to know my candid thoughts on whether or not I felt like I could be responsible. Wow. <laughs> now, what did you say when he said that? I said absolutely not. I stole it from the movie Sneakers. Now, why is why why are you being called in? Isn't it you and Todd show it? Yeah, but I, well, I, Todd I, I'm, I'm worked in LA. in LA. I'm working in LA. So I mean, so, working for Jack. So you you, know. you just take all the shit. I took all the you shit. You take all the shit. And yeah. So then I'm <laughs> thinking see, about Todd's face right now. It's hilarious. I'm yeah, thinking yeah, about that true, yeah. two weeks prior, <laughs> and then this yeah. happening in real time. Uh, I can yeah, see it. Yeah, yeah, I hear it. I feel it. You know the fines by the FCC are in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. But but at the same point, I have to commit to the bit because as a true broadcaster, oh, co- totally committed. Yeah. I commit to the bit. But see, you're the—that's the thing. You're the rock star at this point. You're coming in from LA, and you're just <laughs> you're just doing the show and letting it fly. And Chambers is the one that literally has to clean up your shit. Yeah, like clean up your shit every fucking week. Yeah, so that's awesome. God. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, okay. 
basically my mother died and oh, no. I, I and the person holding the lease on my um the note on my condo also died. No, Jay Jay okay, you you there's a lot of heavy things on you right now. There's a lot of burdens. Are you currently using? Um, just alcohol. I'm not I'm not Now I'm did not, you did now now currently but I mean today. Yeah. Did you use? Okay. Um, have you been in a pattern? How long has it been since you fell off the wagon? Oh, God, probably six years. Uh, probably as long as I was sober before. Okay, so at this point... I You've established that he's got a legitimately real problem. Yeah. But, but at this point... And it's 7 o'clock at night. Oh, he's no, drunk. Yeah. Drunk. Yes. <laughs> so at this point, I thought to myself, okay, I now need to be responsible and not make jokes, right? And so now I try to steer him in the correct direction, but... <sighs> Sadly, there's still a part of me that knows that 10,000 people are listening in their cars, and I want to entertain And this is funny. 50 to 100,000, by the way, based on station ratings. Number 17 market in America. So what do you do? What do you do? And I think I tried to find the way to get both done here. And now, Mark, what were you feeling at this point? Uncomfortable. (laughs) Mark's like, this is done. I'm I'm feeling like... This is a federal crime. So Jay is six years sober, but just fell off the wagon and is now calling in because he thinks he's talking to a legitimate doctor. All right, let's hear it. Okay. And um, are you doing anything about it? Like, I know, do you do you look at yourself and you go, man, I'm I'm just done with this? Do you say that to yourself? I'm just done with this today? I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate every minute of it. it well, what drives me nuts is, is my living situation. It, it drives me completely crazy. You can't be there. Now, is there any way, uh, lots of times, if you switch your environment, now, if you switch your environment, your living situation, it's not going to change your compulsion to drink. You know that, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no matter where you go, there you are. Exactly. Now, he sounds like now, he knows Jay, more than you There's do. tons of people out there who live. Yeah, he knows more about the program than Todd Perry. Than I do. No, That's I, what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I was just, I was just making. Do- but this is like I was eavesdropping on AA. <laughs> yeah, but you see where I, 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 I get a little serious here. Like I, you know, you definitely got serious. But it's completely condescending and assholeish of yes, me at I, this point. We should have just dumped the call. Your main audience for this was supposed to be who the. College kids in San Diego oh, who me, are ironic. To, like, people would call up and go, to, oh, I'm a drunk. Exactly. This is, this I would is, play goofy on Let me exactly. point out. How did we get into a legitimate drunk living in a fucking park? Let me point out <laughs> that in Todd Perry's mind, whether he realized it or not, the audience for this bit was Todd Perry. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Todd Perry was. I wanted to perform. This was very masturbatory radio. This was very Perry. I, I wanted <laughs> to do a high wire act. <laughs> I wanted to challenge my skills. I wanted to prove to people that for years of dicking around at, at KLSX, I wanted to prove to people that I was actually a talented guy that could improv and work a high, high wire act regardless of what was going on. Oh, oh did you ever? And, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, think about I don't, it. I'm not trying to beat up on you. I yeah. understand completely where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah you, 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 you want to do something. You want to do something compelling, and you want to do something <laughs> where that guy fucking was playing shortstop and picked up some grounders nobody else was picking up at the time when we were following a show, which is a bunch of guys smoking weed and talking about movies. The film fans, or whatever the fuck they were. <laughs> nice. All right, so let's let's hear how this plays out. Where do I go with it? Do I go serious, or do I try to go the comedy route, and what makes me more of an asshole? Dicky funny. Let's I'm see. saying dicky funny. 
listening to you right now, they listen to your story, and they say, I'm just like Jay. You know that, right? Um, okay. Well, I have a child abuse background, and, oh. and I moved back into it, and that's sort of what's, what's really screwing things up. You know, it's like every time I try to take three steps forward, it's two, like two steps backward, you know? Well, well, Jay, I'd encourage you to get professional help, and you need to sit and say to yourself, today's the day, not yesterday, not tomorrow. Today's Catchphrases. the day. You need to look yourself man in the mirror. Today's the day, and, and, and try to get some help there, okay? Hang in there. You know, that's exactly what I was thinking, and when, when I heard you say that, that's what made me call in. That's because, cause, cause, you know, um, I used to uh, I used to have a, when I was sober for six years, I had a truck, and on, on my mirror, in, the, in my rearview mirror, it said, using is not an option. It's not an option, and I know that you I know you fall and you backslide, and you see that it's an option right now, but what is today, Jay? What is today? Today is, is a day before tomorrow, and it's, a day, it's a day that we can a uh, make day. a stand. Right. What is today? What, what have we been saying all day on this show? What is today? Well, I didn't hear. I didn't, oh, I, today's I, the day. Today's the day. Can we get that out of you? Can we hear a good today's the day? Today is the day, and once again, when you wake up, today is the day again. And I think with that note, we need to take a break. <laughs> Thank you very much for the call, we'll be back. Oh, yeah, you can hear Chambers. It's low like, budget, oh, Mark Chambers and Todd Perry. 103.7, Free FM. <laughs> so... Nice. Jesus Christ! I'm a horrible yeah, nice. human being. Oh yeah. my God, I'm so uncomfortable just hearing that. <laughs> I know because you looked at me. And I I forgot because I was cutting together these these clips and I didn't hear the whole bit where he talks about his child abuse background right. and how fucked that that is. But um, Mark taking it to break was one of the smartest things in the world. I hope this guy's okay. But why in the hell did I, in my hubris and trying to make a name for myself or whatever, try to get the guy with serious fucking life problems and tried to get him? To utter a catchphrase I was trying to push. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I'm staring at the board op over Todd's shoulder, who is looking at me like a fucking caged prisoner. And I'm just like, end it. Yeah, let's, let's ge- stop like, this. Like, however, however, like, subtly I could, telling him, like, play the fucking music. <laughs> <laughs> now, after this, was it kind of, like... What did we just do? We're not doing that again. Yeah, it was. It was like. No, I believe I was kind of like a like my my dog with the tail between the legs. It was kind of like, all right, let's move on. The lights are back up. Yeah, the lights came back on. I was like, sorry, maybe that was compelling in some way, but compelling in the way the audience would probably not perceive if they just tuned in about what was going on or what the direction we were trying to do is. Right. And we got thrown this horrible curve and. I, you know, you just, you wait for the commercials to pass, and you do your next 15 minutes. I would love, and I, you go home. I wish I could, oh, and the best part is, I lived walking distance from the station. Todd Perry had to be alone with his thoughts for two hours on the drive back to L.A. Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> The Far Out Podcast is a presentation of the Blue Whip Jackass. Online at faroutpodcast.com. On Twitter at faroutpodcast. Questions or comments, email us at show at faroutpodcast.com. All characters appearing in this work are fictitious. 
any resemblance to real persons living or dead is purely coincidental. No animals were harmed in the production of this podcast. Bros before hoes, liquor before beer, and you're in the clear. No man is an island. Life is not about finding yourself, but reading yourself. 80% of life is showing. That was a good one. <laughs>